The truth will set you free, but first it'll piss you off. Hey, bad bitches wanna be my bait. Hey, hold me down like the CIA. Hey, side of my car trying to see my face. Hey, want me to beat it like the CIK. Welcome, welcome, welcome one and all. Welcome back to Civil Diligence. Politics made simple for the everyday millennial and why you should give a damn. My name is Siobhan Starling and I hope everyone is doing great on today in this world. Sorry for the two week hiatus. Uh, Life, man, life. Life has hit me. And I was in the process, and I'm still in the process of healing and grieving. It's funny, when we go through any kind of pain, first line of defense is either we are we work our asses off, or we just shut down. And for me, it is it starts off with shutting down, and now it goes into the process of trying to keep busy. I was going through it, y'all, and (laughs) I made up in my mind this past week that I will not let this situation define me. I will continue to live my life like it's golden, and I will continue to be a boss-ass bitch. And going back to work, that's basically what it is. So I can't, like, let a situation of a heartbreak Define who I am because I still have a lot more potential and I still need to keep on going. It still hurts like hell. Trust me, it hurts like hell. But I am slowly getting my life together. So that's the long story short of why I've been gone for two weeks. So we're back at them. We're ready to take names. We're ready to talk about what it is going on in the world. So I'd like to start my show off with disclaimers. Uh, One, I curse. So I'm sure you all have picked that up by now. But for the new ones, I curse. So the professionalism of me really trying to be professional. Yeah, that went out the window. So this is laid back. I wanted it to be laid back. So we're going to curse. Two, in addition to cursing, I do mess up the English language. I Some words are hard to pronounce. I stutter. I may repeat some things. I'm sorry. I'm learning. And if you are with me, thank you. I appreciate y'all. Three, we can have a conversation. Let's have a laid back conversation about what is going on and what is affecting us as millennials or just as people, but as millennials. So, but we can respect each other. We can respect each other in this space. We won't agree, but we can respect. Four, I'm in the kingdom. That's my qualifications for being here on today. Five, things probably will change and develop more as I upload So if there is a lapse or delay or when you're by the time you listen and things have changed by the time you listen, sorry. Right. So things that I'm here for this week. 
let's go into Margaret Children because I am here for majority of them being reunited. Not all. It is not so much as like, oh, yes, all of them have been reunited. I'm here for the accountability. I'm here that people, well, the law essentially and judges are holding the Trump administration accountable for getting these children back to their parents. There's still more work to be done. They still have to reunite the 711 children left, but they're not playing games with their ass. And I really, really enjoy the fact that the whole accountability of it. Another thing I'm here for this week, the Michael Cohen tapes that have been leaked. It's like, oh my God, like the reality show that just keeps on getting juicier this will not do anything to him politically. Like It won't do shit for Trump. But I just found that kind of entertaining. Because the tapes talk about an array of issues. Uh, purchasing rights to a story of a former Playboy model that allegedly had an affair with Trump. Paying her off. Uh, unsealing divorce documents of him and his first wife, Ivana. And polling issues and trying to get the evangelical pastors to be on their side. I'm like, oh my God, and this is a part of history. Like when we talk about this years from now, we will discuss this very moment in history. And it doesn't phase him. That's the thing that I'm just like, wow. Like if this were to happen to any president, Republican, Democrat alike, Whig party, this would have destroyed them. But no, not Trump. So that's another part of the coin where I'm just like, huh, huh, well, I'll be damned. And another part, this is just truly a gag fest. Truly a gag fest to me. So I'm just here for the comedy. Again, this would not touch him politically. I I don't understand why it wouldn't, but it just won't touch him politically. I'm here for the fact that this is pure comedy. And two, I really want to know why he was recorded to begin with just off of this sensitive information that they're talking about. Like he didn't think that this would be leaked. He didn't think that somebody would try to get these tapes. He didn't think that, like, this was a, well, obviously he didn't think so. There's that. So these are the things that I'm here for this week. Next week will be totally different. And, yeah, let's get into the actual meat of what I want to talk about today. America losing its balls in Russia. So there is still some fallout and some murmuring about this whole Russia nonsense at Helsinki. I'm talking about this for two reasons. One, I'm still in shock my damn self that this was a thing that happened to begin with. Like this, it's just like I'm at awe about it. And two, just looking at this on a foreign affairs standpoint is mind-boggling because I've talked 
to immigrant friends who have talked to their families and it's funny to see like other people's point of view like a third party point of view about the whole thing that's happening out in the world today now most people do not necessarily talk or care about foreign affairs unless it's directly involved with the U.S. or slash they do not have much of an understanding So the reason why this matters or why this even made news is because it has never been done before to this magnitude or it's just never been done before. You don't see a U.S. president blatantly disregard their intelligence committee and put another nation above their own. And that's essentially what happened. We can debate, we can argue, and I will give you your space to do both. But that is the main reason why this is remotely in the news and why we are talking about this on today. We already look like a shit show to other nations. This just added to the mockery of us looking like a shit show. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh about it, but sometimes you just have to laugh to keep from crying and from keeping from getting pissed off. Because at this moment in time, it's like every week, and granted, this is like two weeks old, but people are still talking about it. So it's still fairly new. We're going to talk about it anyway. It's just something, one of those things that you just have to talk about. You have to have a discussion. And I don't know if people know, like, the magnitude of how big the situation really is. It honestly looked like Trump was putting America underneath the bus. Long, let me back up. Long story short, for folks who do not know or didn't care to know or whatever. The story behind this is the U.S. Intelligence Committee came to Trump and said Russia did it. They meddled in the election. This is Russia. Russia's to blame. Huzzah. Trump is like, this is blasphemous. Russia would never. And basically said Russia didn't do it on a national stage. Then a few days later said Russia would do it. But then he said anybody could do it. The cookie monster, Big Bird, Cinderella could have meddled in our elections. It just looks bad. And that is basically what happened. Why we care? It's just shocking because it's never been done. And Trump was the main one saying how tough. He will be on Russia. Now you basically saying, woohoo, Russia would never live life. Woo. It's just like, wow, that's what we're doing now. We're, we're in Putin's ass now. And on one side, I get it. You don't want to piss off your boss or bite the hand that feeds you or has the ability to kill you. Like, it makes sense if we're looking at it from another standpoint. On the other hand, dude, you are definitely the president of the United States of America, not Russia. That's what people voted you in for, to be the president of America? So it was just, 
looking at it and mind you I'm the type of person that looked at these clips over and over and over again because you have to find some kind of comedy into the fact that wow this happened again when I told you that we'll look back on this in history and we'll look back over this for years and years and years to come the matter if we're on like the 60th president it's still like wow there's so many defining moments, so many defining moments, and people still don't care. That's the thing that I'm like, great, what? Scratch his temple. And his poll numbers have significantly increased since he has even been in office. So obviously, the American people are like, yes, Trump did that. No, if people understand what happened. Looking back, back at the clips, I have to give it to um, Putin. I say he did flawless. And that's the reason why his people said, oh, this was a win for Putin. Because he basically dismantled or discombobulated Trump. It was flawless for another person to come in and do what he did. I, yeah, you could definitely tell Putin had power. For the first time you saw on a national stage how much power this little short man had. You could tell. And you could tell that Trump was a puppet. Now, people can argue and people can disagree, but that's at least what I took away from it. And the frustrating thing about this is there's a blame for every other country but Russia. That's the thing. We're damn near about to start war with Iran, but Russia can do no wrong. Now, I'm not saying I'm an expert on foreign relations and foreign affairs because my degree is in domestic public policy, but I have a little knowledge and understanding enough to know that this just looks bad for the U.S. Side note, pause. If he mentions Hillary Clinton being cricket, Hillary in these damn emails one more damn time, and she is not the president of the United States, I may just scream. Dude, give it up. Like, I, now I'm at this point where I feel like he's deflecting off of his own dumbass actions. I just feel like this is just a deflection. Like, ha, 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 you can't talk about me if I'm still having a spotlight on Hillary Clinton. And I'm just over it. Like, dude, I don't care. And I can't say we don't care because... His army, his supporters, every rally, lock her up. Why? Why? Some of you are not even paying taxes. Let it go. Sorry, that was my rant, and we're back. But on a serious note, let's be clear. Let me be honestly clear. There's absolutely nothing wrong with trying to strengthen relations with Russia. Diplomatically, it's great. It's great for everybody involved because of the fact that you have two nuclear powerhouses on the same stage. So Russia, they have nuclear weapons. Russia is powerful. And there's nothing wrong with trying to strengthen those relations. There's nothing wrong with him doing what he did, inviting him into the White House. Nothing. Diplomatically, it's great trying to hash things out. Cool. Other presidents have tried and whatnot. All right, great. But at what cost? 
are we willing to go to achieve this accomplishment? At what cost are we going to try to make world peace? And what did we lose and what did we gain for this to happen? I don't know. And people do not know what they talk about behind closed doors. And that's the scary part about it. What did Trump give up? Did we just sleep with the enemy? Did we just sell our soul to the devil? In a minute, I'm going to have to start speaking Russian or having to learn how to speak Russian. That's what I'm like. What did we do? Again, nothing wrong with doing that. It's just at what cost are we selling our soul to the Illuminati to achieve world peace? And again, my issue with this whole thing is the intelligence committee told him Russia is responsible. Hell, Barack Obama told his ass that Russia is responsible. Trump is like an in-denial spouse that would not believe that his spouse is cheating on him until he visibly sees the penis enter the vagina. Like, that is, like, how in denial that Trump is. Trump isn't being tough on Russia, and that's the thing that gets me. You said that you're going to be tough on Russia, but you're not. In fact, he's doing what other presidents have been done, which is niceness for world peace. But should Obama play the whole niceness in order to achieve world peace? However, they never really threw, it's not even really, they never threw their intelligence committee under the bus on a world stage. Now, what they did behind closed doors, I don't know. But on a world stage for not only the two countries to see, but for the world to see. Trump gave more pushback to Canada than he did Russia. Canada, a country that wants zero problems, big fella, than Russia. I just find this so ironic and I'm flabbergasted at the fact that Trump, he can lock immigrant children up, raise taxes for the majority of Americans, cater to neo-Nazis, curse out and destroy our relationships with our allies, forbid transgender people from joining the military, make sexist remarks, make racist remarks, and damn near collude with Russia. And it looks okay. Like, just picture this. We hold the Trump administration accountable for all of like three seconds for what they do. We rah, rah, this is horrible. This sucks. This is, ugh. And then when weeks pass, it's like, okay, the GOP and his supporters just sweep it under the rug like nothing, like everything is everything. From a research standpoint, I really want to know what sauce that this man has. Because there have been others like him. Not even like him. Because as much as I did not personally agree with Ronald Reagan and personally did not agree with uh, the Bushes, I never once said that, oh, they're destroying democracy. Never once thought about, like, "Mm, they shouldn't be president. Well, let me rephrase that. They don't have the ability to be president. There's a difference. 
I just find this whole thing weird and interesting. And these are the times that we live in. And this essentially, this whole sweeping everything underneath the rug is how this man will win a second term. <laughs> oh, that and Russia. So, I don't know. I'll end it there. Tell me your thoughts. Did America look weak? Or did the whole turbacle in Helsinki make it look like we won? Let me know. You can email me, civildiligence at gmail.com. Civildiligence, C-I-V-I-L-D-I-L-I-G-E-N-C-E. One word at gmail.com. Follow Civil Diligence on Instagram. Comment. Do what you do. I'll leave it open to you. You can listen to Civil Diligence on SoundCloud and iTunes. And you can follow me personally on my social media, Facebook, Siobhan Darling Starling, Instagram, Darling underscore Starling 1922, Snapchat, which I really never use anymore, but I have it, Chevy Chev 22. So let me know your thoughts and feelings towards this as an American person or not even as an American person. Like I am very curious on people who weren't born in America, how they view this and if they still talk to their family from wherever they're from. I I'm very curious to know <laughs> their thoughts. So holla at me people until next time, peeps be great and be in the kingdom. Bye. Bouncing around, bouncing around, bouncing. Hate supplements are found right in their couches.